You're listening to Thrive with Karina Grueling, a personal health and life design podcast for the modern everyday woman. Tune in and get inspired on how to thrive in your body and life. This is your host, Karina Grueling. So thanks for joining in again. And in this week's episode, you will discover your erotic blueprint type. So I'm studying now for a couple of years with Michaela Böhm, that is my mentor when it comes to intimacy, sex, female embodiment, and relationships. And a couple of weeks ago, she mentioned the erotic blueprint types. They were developed by her colleague Jair and describe the individual ways that we are wired for pleasure. So what turns us on and off, our needs, our desires and what toys work best for each. And Jaya is one of the world's leading somatic sexologists with a career in helping partners understand each other sexually. And after years of working with clients one-on-one, she started to notice that there are similarities. And she categorized the five types in energetic, sensual, sexual, kinky, and shapeshifter. And by the end of this show, you will have discovered them all. And I will also let you know where you can take the quiz to find out more about your unique erotic blueprint type. So the erotic blueprint types are a system to help us identify our needs and the needs of your sexual partner and for understanding how to break sexual incompatibility with them. So sex is a constant exploration, and this system helps to create more pleasurable, fulfilling, and exciting sexual experiences. When I was talking about sexual experiences with my friends and clients, I realized that every one of us had similar experiences. So with some partners, it matched very well, and with others, less well or not at all. And when we are in a relationship where we don't really enjoy sex, it can really put a strain on it. So sometimes even one of the partners might start to avoid it as it doesn't match their needs. And I'm convinced that if both partners would understand their desires and needs better, and the ones of their loved ones, then it could go completely different. And I always think that as long as both partners are open and willing to explore their own needs and the ones of their partners, a positive change and improvement can happen. So instead of thinking that, oh, it will never work out with that person, because it just doesn't feel and happen the way we wish it to be, we can say that we are ready to look at how we can make the different needs and desires compatible. Yeah. So also we cannot expect our partners to be able to mind read our desires. I mean, we wish yeah, that these people exist, but it doesn't work that way. So let's just say that you are not doing anything wrong and your sexual partner is not doing anything wrong either. So what if you're only speaking different sexual languages? So you have to learn how to speak their language. But often the differences are experienced as a kind of brokenness. Then we think that something is wrong with us, but we just speak different languages in the bedroom. So let's discover your unique needs and desires and learn what your default or shadow sides are so that you can avoid them or you can work through them or you start to heal them. 
So the first type that we are going to explore is the energetic type. And they are known to have orgasms without touch. So they tend to feel more with less. Yeah. So this type is turned on from not being touched as much and from anticipation, tease, and a lot of space. And they are intuitive lovers who can have orgasms without touch. Yeah, they connect deeply and they can even have multiple orgasms a bit easier than others. And they may require a sense of safety to allow them to maintain arousal. And often they can become easily distracted, which causes them to lose arousal quickly. So what turns them on? Yeah, so these are things that also communicate safety. Yeah, so teasing touch, eye contact, matching breath, presence. Yeah, so that their partner is staying aware with them, yeah, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And they love to build erotic um, tension. What they're like for toys, they're different things, but feathers. They often love them because they have a very soft, teasing touch. You know, also, essential oils can help affect the mood and energy to get them out of their heads. Also, gemstone toys for those that believe in the energy of crystals can work for the energetic type. And also, sexy night dresses yeah, and silk can create a visually yeah, um, appealing experience to distract them from their thoughts. Why the sensation of the soft fabric running over their body can also help them to create build up. But of course, like every type, they also have a shadow side and they are very sensitive and can become easily overwhelmed. Now they feel so much that they can begin to carry emotional baggage from others. They are also hyper or hyper vigilant. Yeah, and continuous touch can sometimes start to become painful for them. It's important to set boundaries and hold them because they may start to disassociate dis, um, in moments of discomfort. Yeah, so it's super important to keep an open line of con communication with energetic blueprint types. Yeah, so to avoid that they get overwhelmed with stimulation or underwhelmed by a lack of presence from their partner. Then the second type is the sensual type. Yeah, and it's all about engaging the senses. So these are the ones that in their everyday life are filling their space with textures, listening to music, they feel, yeah, and surrounding themselves with beautiful scenery. So during sex, they will most likely enjoy massages, essential oils, and lots of lingering touch. You know, they can have full sense orgasms. You know, may not, they may not even need genital, um, genital touch to orgasm. And they are also able to have prolonged waves of pleasure once they are deep into their body yeah, and senses, which can also lead to full body orgasms. So what turns this type on? Yeah, so these are different forms of touch. Yeah, so caressing, massaging, scratching. 
and also a beautiful setting, yeah, like the ambience, lighting, scents, even something as simple as making the bed can turn them on. Yeah, as well, music can help them step away from their thoughts and fully immerse themselves into the moment. Yeah, so they need to be relaxed before arousal. When it comes to toys, they often like eye masks yeah, to help heighten all of the other senses and also fake pearls yeah, can excite feel and sound. And also fuzzy um, or soft feeling fabrics are also um, accessories to experiment with when self-pleasuring appealing yeah, to the sense of touch. And their shadow side is really that they often or that they can struggle yeah, to get out of the heads, which leads them to disconnect them from the moment. So they need to be relaxed and surrounded by beauty in order to be aroused. Otherwise, they can easily focus on something else, yeah, ca causing them to lose um, interest and arousal, and then they can become agitated. Yeah? And then they can become, yeah, very, they can go very much in their mind. Yeah? And then they can get picky and easily thrown off. So a good thing is to start with a delicious meal and soft music, yeah, with a massage to help them relax and to get out of their mind and into their body. So the next blueprint type is the sexual type. And this is what we think of as sex in our culture. So they are turned on by porn, by naked bodies, by genitals, things that evidently link to sex. So they are typically considered the, the easiest to please, and they have less shame about sex than the other blueprint types. And as society portrays their type as normal, they may be likely to think anything that doesn't involve intercourse or penetration isn't sex at all. So while we said energetic types need safety yeah, and central types need beauty and relaxation, sexual types need certainty. Yeah, so they are aroused super quickly and easily. What turns them on are erotic visuals. Yeah, already seeing someone wrapped in a towel right after the shower can already arouse them. Yeah, also nudity, like explicit, dirty talk, porns, penetration, and orgasms. And they like any toys yeah, that go in and on and around yeah, the zones um, that really help them to experience a sexual pleasure. So when we look at their shadow side, it's that they can get really agitated, impatient, and they can fall kind of into a horny rage, yeah, leading them to miss the journey with their partners. And a sense of shame also in their desires and libido may arise. Yeah, also a feeling um, of failure yeah, if there is no orgasm. Yeah, so they are really um, focused on having an orgasm, giving their partner an orgasm. And oftentimes they 
go really for this hyper-focus porn type sex, yeah, that reaches a goal and they may not allow their partners to really enjoy the moment. So you need to have some patience with them exploring other avenues of pleasure yeah, that are not around the goal of having um, an orgasm quickly. So the next type is the kinky type. And I look that word up in the dictionary. And it says involving or given to unusual sexual behavior. So kinky types enjoy and need the taboo. And of course, taboo is defined by you. Yeah, taboo is anything that is outside of your personal norm. So they are endlessly cre um, creative and are great at turning inanimate objects into sex toys yeah, or creating interesting, pleasurable experiences. So they can have non-genital orgasms yeah, and mindgasms, and they are easy to turn on. And these types can feel a sense of shame or repression in regard to their sexual desires because they may not view themselves as normal. Out of all the types, besides the shapeshifter that we will explore next, this type is known to have the most play. So some things they may enjoy are switching between dominant and submissive role plays, their spanking or introducing bondage toys. So what turns them on is really like pushing off edges, yeah, overcoming obstacles and by finding out how much intensity and pleasure they can play with. Yeah, also power plays to hit their psychological buttons, yeah, and other things that are outside of their norm, yeah, like BDSM, spanking, yeah, dodgy style with heart pounding and hair pulling. They also enjoy switching between dominant and submissive role play, yeah, or introducing bondage toys. Yeah, so breaking the rules and limits really arouses them. And they like to use toys like sensation toys, yeah, such as pedals, chains for a heavy feeling or temperature plays as well. So also bondage toys are a great way to make them surrender. Yeah, so when they play the submissive role. And of course, they have a shadow as well. And for them, they can easily get stuck in a turn on pattern. Yeah, and habit can become a rut. So also deep shape can arise when getting stuck on the why of the elements that bring them pleasure. They can experience emotional or energetic drops after sexual experiences because they are going into so many different experiences and edgier play without education. So rope or knife plays could get dangerous yeah, with causing emotional or physical harm. So they can really suppress their type and become distant or develop self-esteem issues because they think something is wrong with me. Yeah, so kinky blueprint types, they need a partner that listens to their desires and needs without judgment or condemnation. And the last type that we explore today is the shapeshifter. And this type is known to be an 
empathic lover since they are able to adjust and feel all of the other blueprint types. So in Jair, she referred to as the whole smorgasbord. board. Yeah, so I hope I pronounced that well. <laughs> so they can bounce between different types. Yeah, so based on different partners. So they like to evolve their knowledge constantly. Yeah, using different toys, trying new trends around sex, and are fond of layering different types of play. Say so they want, yeah, and they need contrast. Yeah, they need variety and constant exploration. So they make really extraordinary lovers because they can be aware of all needs and desires and they have a huge capacity for pleasure and are erotically intelligent so what them like everything that turned the other types on turns them on as well yeah so variety creativity combining different forms of touch of play yeah trying new things and just discovering what else is possible and of course all the toys can work for them as well yeah they want to keep the experience open and engaging they are super curious people when it comes to sex so their shadow is that they easily become people pleasers because they enjoy all of the things and they have a hard time deciding what they want at the moment. Yeah, they're easily bored if the sex or the play starts to feel like a routine. The arousal, yeah, if the arousal not changes constantly. Now yeah, this can be really frustrating for them. And often they feel like they are too much or they are too complex for their partners because they are shadow shapeshifters. Yeah, they can carry all of the turnoffs from all of the blueprints that we already explored. So you might already have a hint now which type or types you might have. So most of us have a mix with one type being predominant. And of course, our sexual blueprint can shift based on what we are going through physically or emotionally or hormonally or energetically in our current life. So you can take a look in my show notes now and do the quiz. Yeah, I put the link there and there is a free version and a paid one. So the free one tells you in which type you score highest, whereas the paid version gives you a comprehensive result Yeah, and many tips and tricks that you can immediately start to implement in your sex life. And it's not just a great way to get to know yourself better and connecting deeper with your desires, but also a great way to enhance your sexual life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and you can look forward to my next releases in which I will talk about the liver and its connection to your mood and hormones. And next week, I will also have two interviews and you can stay tuned to learn more about how you can decondition your childhood. Is that possible? I say, yes, it's possible. And also how you can overcome traumas. So I wish you all an amazing week and don't forget to show some love by giving me a rating. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining in today. To learn more about the Thrive Podcast or to get involved in Karina's growing community and online courses, 
visit KarinaGrueling.com. Remain committed to intentional choices that help you grow and thrive in your body and life because you're worth it.